Welcome back, Quick Chicks and Fast Fellas. George Ann Watson and Betsy Sudi here. Welcome to this week's episode of Quick Chicks. Hi, everyone. This week's episode is brought to you by Simple Elements Clean. Whether you're competing in an event, traveling to an event, or just putting in the hard work to get there, you need to be safe and at peak performance. Simple Elements makes one of the most powerful disinfectants on the planet, but safe enough to be applied directly to your skin. Their products are hospital-grade and just completely on contact without damage to your skin or equipment. Contracting a virus, cold, flu, or even fungus can reduce your chances of competing and giving it your best. Protect yourself and your performance with the all-natural, no-chemical products from Simple Elements. Visit simpleelementsclean.com to check out their products for you and your loved ones this holiday and travel season. How's it going, girl? Going good. Going yeah. really good. I've had my third 80-mile week in a row. Um, so as my husband calls it, you're stacking bricks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm really excited about that. I'm feeling good. I only had one 80-mile week last year in my first marathon buildup. So mm-hmm. to be able to put three of them like back-to-back um, and like still feel good, um, like it's it's kind of fun to like watch the progression of of training, honestly. Um, so that's been good. I had a really nice long run this past Saturday. Um, this was like, I kind of like hit my peak of like long runs here outside of Boston. I did a 22 miler. I had three other people with me. So like that kept it really nice. Mm -hmm. We did have like a little bit of a cold front come through. So when we started our run on Saturday, it was like 27 out. Um, which was obviously quite chilly, but it was sunny and we didn't have any wind. Um, so actually at the end of it, it, like it did end up being quite pleasant. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going good. I have a big workout tomorrow, um, with some hills and some tempo and some strides. I'll have a gym session after, um, I have three doubles this week. Yeah, so still very much in the grind, still like not washing my hair as much as what I'd like to. Um, but you know, like we're like come this Sunday, we'll be like three weeks out. Um, so like it's we're getting there. Home stretch, sort of. Yes. How are you with like your? I don't like we're not calling it your injury, but your tweak. What's going on with that? Yes, thanks for asking. Um. So folks, if you haven't been following my saga, I have, let's just say pain in my foot. Um, and it's pain that I can run through, but I'm at the point where I want to be smart and like, do you really want to run through something that's painful three weeks out from a big marathon? So um, long story short, I'm fine. Um, I would like it to be a little better, but um, I have decided to just make the best of this situation and realize that even if I'm not hundred percent, I can still do a lot. And, and that's where I'm going with. So long story, again, long story short, <laughs> um, I'm doing a lot of cross training these days, but doing like key runs and workouts. So what yeah. that looks like for me, what that looks like for me is like, I did my medium long quote run on the elliptical today. I did an hour and a half. Um, and let's see tomorrow I'm going to do a workout on land. And then last Saturday I did a long run but it was on a treadmill. And the reason I chose a treadmill is because this, this pain kind of gets exacerbated with uneven surfaces. Okay. Um, and so I also didn't want to get like 
you know, four miles away from my car and have like crippling pain because like that's kind of where I was at this year. Plus, we also had a cold front and in Florida, a cold front means something different, but (laughs) it was um, just really not ideal weather. It was uh, the real, like the real feel temperature was like 38 with like driving rain. Um, And so all of that put together really made me made the executive decision to do a treadmill long run. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know what? I didn't hate it. I have a really nice gym here in my neighborhood and it's like all kind of glass. So I had a nice kind of view to look at and I put on a movie. I watched all of Harry Potter, the first one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I never actually really like focused on the movie. And um, I, w- I always was like, I didn't, get- I don't get this movie. Well, I had time to focus on it. Watched yeah. it all. <laughs> And I will say this about a treadmill. Sometimes it's a little easier because I was really concerned about getting like a good pace in for my long run because all of my long runs up till now have been like on very hilly courses or trails okay. and, you know, in the heat mix, mix that all. And I had really no idea what like a long run decent pace could be. So I set it and I did 20 miles at 730 pace. So oh, great. Right. So it was actually like really quite enjoyable. I had like all my goos, you know, kind of like yeah. right there. I will say I did sort of do like two times 10 miles, like at 10 miles I got off and like had to, you know, use the ladies room and like, yeah. you know what I mean? I, pr- I probably right. took, it was probably three to four minutes. So like if anyone's yeah. kind of being like, how did you just like stare straight ahead for that long? I didn't like, yeah. I took like a mental break for three minutes. So yeah, I that think was, on a treadmill, you can give yourself that grace. Yeah. That was like all I needed. Um, and I did it, you know, so that's awesome. That's yeah. Great. I could never do that. Um, as you were talking about just like your elliptical yeah. workout, I was like, oh my God, like what did she freaking do for that long? Like I would go nuts, but I'm also a little bit more ADD than you. I feel like. So this is something I've learned about myself is I can get in a run anywhere, anytime I've done, like <laughs> I've run in a living room when like there's a snowstorm outside. Yeah. <laughs> I've run, you know, like on a hundred meter track, like above a basketball court. If you can yeah. think of like what that is. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, workouts on a cruise ship. Like I can yeah. get it done. You know what I mean? So yeah. 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 Good for you. That's great. <laughs> and so, I know that, yeah, one yeah. thing we were kind of talking about was with like the, where we're at timeline wise, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. was some of the things that like we're logistically kind of practicing at this point. Yes. For like race morning and race day. Um, have you started to kind of like put together some of those? I call them like non-training things. Um, like obviously we need to get to the start line like fit and ready to run 26 miles. But to me, like with a marathon, there's so many other things like logistically mm-hmm. that can go wrong that you want to make sure that you have like everything down to a science like race morning. Yeah. And I think also – yeah, you want it to be kind of as controlled as possible, all those variables, but also kind of roll with it at the same time. So right. like, yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of think of it as, you know, doing your dress rehearsal. If we were to put on a show, you don't just like run out on stage for the first time. You have, you have things <laughs> sort of sort of dialed in. Yeah, so some of the things um, that I've been doing, like let's start with, you know, what I'm going to wear. I kind of have the socks and my new shoes just came in on Monday. So I'm mm. going to practice with them tomorrow. I'm so excited. Um I think I have the shorts that I'm going to wear and I've like practiced running with them stuffed with goos. Cause that's like a weird yeah. feeling, you know, I've practiced getting up and eating kind of what I think I'm going to 
going to eat. I haven't quite dialed that in just yet, but um, I feel like I've got some more opportunities to work on that. And I've been practicing the goos. One thing, you know, Lydia had said two weeks ago, folks, we had um, Lydia McRae on as a guest and she gave us some tips was, you know, to practice taking the goos when you're running hard and not just like stopping Mm -hmm. and ingesting it kind of calmly. So I'm working on that. That's actually probably my, um, my toughest challenge is getting that and drinking and not like choking. (laughs) Yeah. It like takes some practice. Because I get it everywhere. It, like, goes up my nose. It's, like, sticky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing that I think I've decided I'm going to do for the race is not wear a watch, which okay. is very, like, yeah, it's Ooh, a little like counterculture. A it is. Um, but I do remember the last time I ran Boston, which was, like, 25 years ago, like, some, well, something ridiculous in terms of time, like, a long time ago. I just remember getting to, like, 21, 22 and like, I kept looking at my watch every like five seconds and it just made that last 5k so unbearable <laughs> yeah. and distracting really. Um, mm-hmm. in this race, I really want to, I think, stay with the, or just stay just ahead of the pack that's running three hours. Yeah. Um, and I think I want to run very much by feel, you know, Lydia and yeah. Kelsey had said it's a very kind of not really rolling hills, but that maybe was the term they used. Yeah. Um, so I, so I know some miles are going to be faster than others. And I just, I'm, I think in this, in this instance, I want to be like in the moment and not focused. Cause I really don't know what my goal race pace will be. I have an idea, but you know, we're, yeah. we're going on feel. So. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. No, yeah, I you? think that's actually a great idea. I remember getting advice from Kelly Griffin before Mississippi mm-hmm. last year. And, you know, I wore a watch obviously, but, um, she was like, don't look at your watch every mile. Like yeah. you need to just get into a groove. You need to just get comfortable. Like you'll find out early on the first couple of miles, like what, you know, our, like our pace then was six thirty five. Mm-hmm. like what that's going to feel like. And just, just get in there and like, that's your home for like the next two hours. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I think that that's really good advice. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I remember putting on the shorts I wore last year for Mississippi, like the day before like, in the <laughs> hotel room. <laughs> and, and I love these shorts, but it was one of those, like I hadn't like played around with them enough. And I put like my four gels in the pockets of the shorts I raced in. Mm-hmm. And I just did like a little jog, like around, like in the hotel room, like to mm-hmm. like the door to the end of the room. Mm-hmm. And like, they all fell out. Yeah. <laughs> and Kelly Griffin just kind of gave me this look like, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was one of those, I just had to like stuff them in a little bit more to make like the elastic go like encapsulate like the entire gel and they wouldn't like bounce around as much. But it was one of those like, what if I had gotten to the starting line, which is kind of like placing them in there and like two steps and all my gels come out of my shorts. Like, how yeah. terrible would that have been? So yeah, I think your quote of like the dress rehearsal aspect of it is is spot on for sure. Um, I'm can I jump? Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. Can I jump in? No. Um, mm-hmm. Our friend Annalise, who by the way did a 24 hour run this yes. weekend, also like while breastfeeding. Um, anyway, like side note, but she gave me the tip um, 
or what she does sometimes is she pins her goose mm-hmm. kind of like to her waistband because then yeah. like you just rip it off and like the little pin stays. Yeah. So like yep. that's I've another. Done that yeah. Also yeah. in like a half marathon. Yeah. Where yep. I have like buns on or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you just like don't want to mess with like, like a bulkier piece of clothing. Yeah. No, yep. that's good. That's a good advice as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm switching up my shorts actually for this race and I'm going with like a Sunita short, um, uh-huh. which is, I know a line that you carry at Suda's Fitfoot. Right. Um, and there's two pockets on the side. They're bigger pockets and they're mm-hmm. longer. And I'm yeah. switching up my gels from the Martin gels to the SIS gels, just because I think they're going to go better with my stomach. And I, I think they have some higher sodium levels that I think for me, I'm going to need. Um, but anyone who has experience with the SIS gels knows they're longer. And so I needed like Mm. a deeper pocket for them like to be in. And so I actually kind of, like you said, dress rehearsal wore those shorts for the half marathon I did last week. Um, and like they worked swimmingly. So, um, so that was good. Like no chafage, no, all the stuff that we worry about. So that worked out well. Like you, I have my socks ready to go. I am busting out a new pair of shoes that I'm going to race my Turkey trot 5k in, (laughs) in a couple of weeks, just to like, to kind of break them in. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyone who's born like the vapor flies knows like the break in period for those shoes is like very small. Like you really Mm -hmm. don't need more than a few miles to just like, get those going I'm on I honestly get more worked up over how I tie my shoes um I have like been a notorious like bad shoe tire and I know I'm like really getting down to the nitty-gritty but if anyone's ever like done a race with shoes tied too tight knows like how uncomfortable that can be and obviously I don't want to feel that for you know 20 or so miles in a race if I haven't like done that right at the starting line um so yeah, just kind of stuff like that, that I'm nailing down. Um, gels are good, like nutrition. I think I have like nailed down pretty well with what I'm doing for breakfast. Um, but for anyone listening, I came across this really interesting article on Instagram by, um, oh, let me see here. Um, McKenna Myler, who just ran the New York City Marathon, which I know we want to like dive into here a little bit. Um, so she, she was in the pro field at New York city and she, bless her heart, (laughs) she couldn't get anything out of her bottles from like her first bottle all the way to like her fifth bottle. She like missed bottle number four. Um, so basically she didn't train or practice with the bottle she was going to be using on race day. Yeah. And most likely she had some sort of like carbohydrate drink um, instead of taking gels. Pros do get like a table so they can swipe bottles and not have to carry gels on them. Um, but because she didn't train with the bottles she had for race day, she realized that her her drink was like too thick mm. to like make it through like the squeeze bottle. Yeah. And so she like couldn't get anything out of it. And like this picture of her, you can tell she's just like, working <laughs> yeah. to get like the contents out of this bottle and she's like kind of like biting the the top to squeeze out like whatever like calories probably that she can get I can't imagine like how frustrating like that would have been um but it was like it, it was really good advice and but then she kind of talks about like what happened later on down the road in the marathon because mm. of it um, yeah. and she went like from 540 pace 
to 730 pace and completely identifies, you know, as a pro runner, there's no reason like I should have walked. She's like, but I started walking. Like that's how bad it got for her. And her legs were like, she had like little control over them. Her quads were done. She ended up in like a medical tent. She did finish, Hmm. um, but basically was in like a hypothermic state um, like at the end of it. Um, so I know here on our podcast, we often do like to discuss sometimes what not to do. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm bringing this up, um, not to like pour salt on her wound, but just <laughs> use her experience. And I'm saying, and I'm sure she would agree with this as well. Is like, use her experience as something of like, Hey, don't do this. Like learn from my mistakes. Um, so yeah, if you have bottles or gel or, whatever nutrition you're planning on taking during the race, like practice with it. And kind of like you said, Betsy, what Lydia said last week um, or two weeks ago, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. like practice that at race pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know this is going to be easy for me to say, of course, in hindsight and like not being in the elite pack at, at New York, but it honestly would have made more sense for her to stop. You know, if she couldn't like get that bottle was like to stop, like open it up. Yeah. And, like drink take- it. Yeah, take 10 seconds even and drink yeah. it there. Like that would right. have saved her rate. But like, of course, you know, yeah. in the in the moment you want to stay in contact and all of that. But Right, um, right. Or like unscrew the top and just like splash like it on you. Half of it <laughs> in and maybe like half all over you. But like, yeah, yeah. whatever. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I had, fell for. Yeah, I had this kind of scary very first marathon experience. Gosh, this is. Again, I'm dating myself, but like, gosh, was it 19? No, 2000, the year 2000 in May, I was up in Vermont doing my very first one and um, everything was good up until, you know, about like mile 18 to 20 and there just wasn't water on the course and we were in sort of a sunny area and I, yeah, and I just had, um, I think I had jelly beans for fuel. So I kept like eating those, but they like dried my mouth out and like, so being dehydrated, but then also feeling thirsty. Like I kind of panicked, you know, so that wasn't fun. Um, but now I'm like a big drinker, like, (laughs) um, even unless it's like a 5k that's in good weather, I will take water even, um, like at almost every water stop, I will take at mm-hmm. least a sip, even if it is just a 5K if it's hot out. Right. Um, and that might only just... be like three ounces, but right, right at something. It, it, like it calms me down a little bit, you know, and like you just don't know because once you get past kind of the point of no return, I mean, you're really mm-hmm. in a danger zone. So like mm-hmm. the um, the Gate River Run, that 15K in Jacksonville that we have here, I take yep. – yeah, water and Gatorade, like, almost every mile. And, again, yeah, you're right. It's only, like, a sip or two pays dividends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so did you watch New York? So I watched some replays of it. I actually had the honor of hanging out with the Moms on the Run group in Jacksonville. Yes. So shout out, shout out to them. And, Georgianne, the sweetest thing happened when I was, like, setting up um, to – I had donuts for them after their race. And then, of course, my whole shoe kind of set up. I did a pop-up for them a woman came up and she was like, Oh my gosh, you're one of the quick chicks. I just oh. listened to your podcast on the run. I love it. So shout out to that lovely woman who said oh, that. that she was like, it was so sweet. She was like, Oh my gosh, I'm fangirling you right now. And I thought, Oh, this is so great. Um, so yeah, they're a hoot. I mean, if you were, yeah, folks, if you're, um, I don't know if you need to be a mom to even join, but obviously it's like a group for women. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're like structured, 
they call them classes, their runs, you know, they have like a warm up and a cool down and they do exercises and there's, you know, support on their runs. So if that's something that you're on the run, it's like a national, you know, group kind of thing. So yeah, I was, I was there during, you know, the New York time, but it's so much fun to come home and like have like content on my feed. That's about Mm -hmm. a big city race. And it was like a gorgeous day in New York city. And so like all these photos are gorgeous and there's like great Americans doing well. And it was, it was fun to watch the, um, the replays and the, the Instagram, yeah. the Instagram of it all. <laughs> right. Right. So, uh, listeners, if anyone's looking for their Betsy homework yeah. for this week, <laughs> um, women's running had an excellent article that Betsy sent my way about Molly Seidel, Notre Dame grad, uh, four time NCAA champion while she uh, ran for the Irish and is now a professional athlete for Puma Olympic bronze medalist in the marathon. Um, but she got fourth mm-hmm. in the New York City Marathon, and she broke the American course record for the New York City Marathon that day as well. So she had a, a big 224 race. Um, only, what, like her fourth marathon? That's right. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, like very established already at that distance. But if you really think about it, fairly new to it I like she's probably still learning a lot from each race and getting some key takeaways from each one um but the Betsy homework from this week's Mm -hmm. article um it's it's really interesting when she talks about the shift she had from a 10k track athlete and the type of training that she was doing for the 10k on the track and experiencing injuries and just getting frustrated um I don't think she you know in what she said, you know, had done much as a pro at that distance um, and just decided to kind of move like to the marathon and switch up her training, which Mm -hmm. included a lot more mileage. And listeners, we're talking about like 130 miles a week, like which Mm -hmm. as someone who just did 80, like I can't fathom (laughs) tacking on like 50 more to this. Um, But she talks about like adding more mileage, but like, but then bringing down her intensity Mm -hmm. and I just think that that is so interesting and I feel like it's typical that we hear of just like really hard workouts and just people crushing these workouts but then she's like I'm just gonna run more mileage and like not run my body into the ground as much with the intensity um what are your yeah what what did you think of the article so I love just learning the more I learn about Molly the more I like her and a few reasons for this. Like, as you said, she was, like, the best in the NCAA. She, like, won the trifecta her senior year. She was, like, almost unbeatable. But just by looking at her, you could tell this woman was not in a healthy spot. I mean, she was very, very lean. And even um, she has said now that, like, she basically had a friend kind of pull her aside and say, like, Molly, you look like you're going to die. And she was like, oh, my God. So anyway, so she got help. You know, she has um, she lives with literally OCD. She has like very high anxiety and um, compulsive disorder that leads to, you know, disordered eating and bulimia. And so she needs to kind of keep that in check. And I think she's figured out, you know, how to do that successfully, because now she's very healthy and has like a great um kind of like a goofy outlook on life too, which I really appreciate. Very and refreshing. Yeah. 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 Um, um, yeah. So 
where was I going with this? Yeah, I just like, I like learning about her because she is, she's a very young woman, but she has, she's gone through a lot and she's been, you know, at the, the top of this sport as a youngster. And then she, you know, had some really tough times and she also just has like this bravery that comes out, you know, like her first marathon was mm-hmm. the Olympic trials. Right. And like she was leading it, you know? Yeah. And she, you can I tell mean, she's like a competitor. Yeah. And like she thrives off of competition and just wanting to win. Yes. And like she has to kind of keep herself in check. And one of the things that she said has really helped her, which I love this, is she said living in Boston really helped her kind of fall in love again with running and helped her kind of put it in perspective because um, folks, if you've never really like lived in Boston, it's a huge running community. Like it only, I only noticed it once I moved away. Like you go any time of day, someone's out running, you know, along the Charles river, any weekend of the year, there is a very fast race and usually like a track race. Um, But the folks that are very competitive in Boston also, work in the hospitals, you know, they're going to university, like they're professionals who have full lives, but still like, you know, instead of maybe going out to the bars, they'll like Mm -hmm. go to track, they'll go to track practice at BU or the armor, you know, somewhere. Um, And I think she said, you know, that really helped her kind of be more of an adult, you know, with running like, Mm -hmm. um, and I just I like that about her how right. Yeah, (laughs) I think the relationship that she has with her coach that's interesting too interesting. yeah and it's almost like a friend coach relationship and you mm-hmm. you know you see some posts or articles about some of the communication that they've had and things that they've said to each other yeah particularly there was a Sidious Mag interview uh with her recently after the marathon and they talk about you know how her build up what she called as a quote shit show um and it's it's so funny how like you hear about this stuff like after the fact you know what I mean like everyone keeps it all like closed doors hush hush like leading up to it uh, um, so, sorry Jordan, you just but, cut out like tell, tell me again what the punchline was I missed it oh, you like cut yeah, out yeah yeah oh sorry um I was just saying how she did an interview with Sidious Mag recently yeah. Um, about her buildup to the New York City Marathon in what she referred to as the quote shit show, right? Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I I think it's always so funny how like the truth comes out like after the race of how like the buildup went or like if someone was actually injured or like whatever the situation was, um, you always yes. find out about it afterward. Yes. Um, but she was kind of talking about how her coach was really concerned that she wasn't going to run faster than 231 he was like I don't know if you can finish this I don't know if you can hang with the front group <laughs> mm-hmm. um and she just was kind of like I know I can run faster than that I know I can go out there and compete and I want a podium spot and I need you behind me in this yeah and just like I feel like we're so used to just being like yes sir yes ma'am with like whatever our coach says and and I you can tell that their chemistry and their dynamic is I don't know if like playful is the right word, mm-hmm. but she was just kind of like, I'm going to do this and I need your, your support like behind me on it. Um, and I just think that's very insightful into maybe some of their like day to day interactions. And it's, it's very interesting because I feel like it's very different than what we're used to seeing. I really appreciate how like mature she is and how like in charge of her life and her, mm-hmm. and, and her career she is. I mean, She's very young. She's 27, um, relatively new to, you know, the pro running world, but like she's, Mm -hmm. she's got her vision and like, she's making 
taking actions to get there. She also, I, from what I can tell, doesn't have like a huge ego. Yeah. She she doesn't have like a big entourage. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, she just kind of like knows what she wants and can verbalize it. And um, yeah, yeah. Like holds herself accountable. And like you said, kind of does the same to her coach, which I really like. So I think that's great. Yeah. Right. I just, and I just kind of going back to what the article was about and how she's training and added all of these miles and really just like focused her big key workouts at like marathon pace or half marathon pace kind of effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of stayed away from like VO2 max because I think that's where she found herself getting injuries and she identifies, yeah. you know, I know a lot of people that works for them and that gets them really fit for me this is how I do it. And that has worked really great for me too. Um, And so it makes me wonder with the success that she's found in the marathon, if her training outlook and, and how she does it, it makes me wonder if other training groups or individuals will be like, Hmm, there might be something to that. Um, I think that's so good. I think we rely in the sport too much on like what has been done for the past 20 years. And I think, you know what I mean? And I think some coaches and philosophies are so ingrained in our running culture that like yeah people aren't really willing to try something much different from that you know yeah Yeah. but um no it was a great article so if anyone has a chance to read it do your betsy homework yeah women's running article on molly seidel also can we just say how fast 224 42 is in New York, oh. I don't. I don't know if any of you listeners ever have ever been to New York or ran New York, but it's. I mean, it's like a cross country course on pavement. I mean, it's turns and ups and downs and over bridges and like. I just I went one year and just stood in Central Park, and that was like in the last mile of the the race. And even that, I'm just like, how mm-hmm. are these people like upright? It was. It's a challenge. So yeah, I'm yeah, just so that, impressed. That course is not like the. You know, I think people will identify like Berlin as like a very fast course Mm -hmm. Um, and it is like I think that's where actually Shalene's PR is from yep um so yeah New York is definitely not a like if a PR course yeah well right it is it is for Molly it is for Molly (laughs) yeah I love how she's just like throwing like what we think about things out the window you know she's just like rewriting all of our assumptions yeah it's great it's great Mm -hmm. yeah awesome very cool yeah so what else we good What's think, up for you next yeah. week? Um, I still have like a pretty big mileage week coming up this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so not a whole lot going on. I'm kind of in, you know, and, and I think this is something that we might talk about next week is the Elliot um, Kipchoge article about mm-hmm. his lifestyle and his training. And I was reading it and it's, it's all about kind of like being boring and like not doing a whole lot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I'm kind of in, um, that world right now. Um, but that's, I think all part of marathon training. So yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I love to talk about it. I love talking with you about it and kind of seeing what everyone else is up to with some of these articles. Obviously New York was super fun to watch. Um, but we'll come back next week with, um, some more fun topics that's for sure yeah sounds great yeah folks keep sending us your questions betsy and georgian at gmail.com we'll keep it all anonymous but we'd love to know what you need advice on what not to do if you want to share a story with us we would love love your feedback because that's what makes the show so special it's it's for you all all right everyone have a great week of training stay well stay healthy have a great week everyone yeah
Bye. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.